Hey guys, welcome to Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. I'm Dr. John Berardi, co-founder of Precision Nutrition, and if you're not familiar with us, over the last 15 years, we've become the world's largest online nutrition, fitness, and health coaching company. Through that time, as you can imagine, we've watched fad diets and fitness crazes come and go. But when the fads have failed and the crazes died out and people just want something that works, they turn to Precision Nutrition for things like expert coaching, guided mentorship, and online support. In this podcast, which is a mix of recorded articles, interviews, and roundtable discussions, myself and my Precision Nutrition colleagues will help make the whole nutrition, fitness, and health process work for you. Ideally, you'll discover that eating, moving, and living well can be easy and enjoyable for now and into the future. So let's get started. Hi, it's Dr. John Berardi here, coming to you with a reading of today's article, Edible Bugs and Insects? Are These High-Protein Critters the Future of Food? According to my precision nutrition teammate, Dr. Krista Scott-Dixon, if you think eating bugs is gross, it may be time to think again. A new generation of chefs, farmers, sustainability experts, and adventure eaters is embracing insect eating. And fitness enthusiasts might be the next group to jump on the buggy bandwagon. Let's begin. Girl meets bug. A jewel-toned caterpillar nestles into my palm. His, hers, its little feet, like tiny whiskers, poke my skin. I pet the peristaltic turquoise tube in my hand. It has teeny figure-eight markings along its tummy. Its baby bottom soft. Not what I expected. I munch on a toasted hornworm. It's like a pork rind. Then I pop a chocolate-coated cricket. This is too tasty to be healthy. Not what I expected either. In fact, as you can see from the banana bread photo in the accompanying article, not what you'd expected could almost be the tagline for eating insects because it's not as gross as you think it might be. Beyond the ooh factor, Ask most North Americans how they feel about eating bugs and you'll get one response. Yuck. We Western Anglos like our protein neatly packaged. Something plastic. No yucky stuff. Nothing that implies this protein came from an actual body. We prefer pallid chicken breasts to musky, iron-scented livers or hearts. We prefer burgers and neatly trimmed steaks to tendons and stomachs. We feel virtuous about dessert-flavored protein powder in bars. We make egg white omelets from a carton. Eggs come from a chicken's butt. Gross. And oh, how we love our nuggets and hot dogs. Yet worldwide, we're the weirdos. Go to a market in sub-Saharan Africa or Southeast Asia, and edible insects will be as common as pretzels in New York City. Considering that insects first appeared around 400 million years ago, which means around 398 million years before modern humans, give or take a few million, and that of the known 950,000 or so bug species out there, humans eat nearly 2,000 types of them. Bug eating isn't exactly a novelty. But still, ew. So how do you get squeamish eaters to buy in? Simple by showing how bugs are nutritious and delicious, and more than that, a sustainable, ecologically viable food source. Insect Nutrition 
lean protein. Health-conscious people and athletes are always hunting for it, scanning menus, dumping powder into shakes, reading labels. What if there were a convenient, shelf-stable, portable source of protein that was still, quote-unquote, real food? Well, you've got jerky, canned tuna, and not much else. Jared Golden, along with his brothers Ryan and Darren, want to change that. They run Next Millennium Farms in Toronto, which I'm visiting. As I let a hawk moth alight on me, Jared hands me a foil bag of mealworms. They're pretty obviously real food. I mean, they look like mealworms, the whole thing. Gamely, I dump out a handful and pop it in my mouth. It's a bit like Rice Krispies, but roastier tasting. Delicious, actually. These would be good with some garlic salt, I say, trying not to spit mealworm crumbs as I talk. Yeah, says Jared. You can put them over a salad like croutons. Instead of your chicken breast, say, you could sprinkle these on top. I'm already reaching into the bag again. I can totally imagine chowing through a container of these while watching TV. Except instead of a bag of chips, which would leave me with zero nutrition and arguably negative nutrition for the health it subtracts from my body, a bag of mealworms gives me protein, fiber, fatty acids, and minerals. The average insect is around half protein by dry weight, with some insects, such as locusts, up to about 75% protein. This means that insects are comparable to other animal protein sources without many of the other nutritional problems of factory farm livestock, such as overuse of antibiotics, hormones, and grain feed. Cooking with bugs. Of course, though you might agree with the superior nutritional qualities, you might also ask the obvious question. Does this stuff taste any good? In my opinion, damn good. Before my next visit to Next Millennium to see their operations, I experiment with their cricket and mealworm flowers, which are simply the whole insects ground into a fine powder like a buggy talcum. The flowers taste like toast crusts, as if someone powderized a well-done slice of bread. There's a roasty, nutty flavor to them. I make cricket cakes and cookies. Mealworm powder goes into my super shakes. Eventually, I just spoon the stuff out and eat it straight. I think I'm hooked. For some reason, many folks assume that eating bugs means consuming them, as Gollum would say, raw and wiggling, as in stick your open-mouthed head into a tank of live crawling cockroaches like on Fear Factor. My response to this is... And how do you eat chickens exactly? Do you shove your head into a hen house and start randomly chomping? Of course not. So, dear reader, in case you were wondering, although I ate a live blank, is the stuff that adventure travel stories are made of. Insects bred for food in North America are painlessly euthanized, then processed into food, for example, by roasting. That means they are dead, cooked, and possibly even powderized by the time they get to you. No more fear factor than a shrimp cocktail. Making bugs tasty. Innovative celebrity chefs are starting to experiment with insects. In 2008, the famous Vancouver Indian restaurant, Viges, put cricket flour on its menu. In Toronto, Chef Nathan Eisberg of The Atlantic regularly does bug cuisine. You can even find cricket tacos in the city. Michelin-starred UK chef Peter Gorton offers a multi-course insect menu, including mealworm and mushroom soup. 
Fitness foodies are also exploring their options. Companies such as Exo and Chapel make bug-based bars. Coach Ryan Anders smuggles a Chapel chocolate cayenne espresso bar into Canada for me. It's scrumptious. Not once to back down from a challenge, we wanted to see what we could do with bugs. So we asked resident food photographer Jay Grenchy to come up with a couple of ideas. His two favorite? Cricket banana bread with coconut icing and spiced cricket flour cookies. They're both delicious, and we share the full recipes in the accompanying article at precisionnutrition.com slash eating dash bugs. Sustainability. Next Millennium Farms isn't really a farm, as you probably understand the term. There are no fields, no barns, no fences. The facility we visit, one of three where they do their buggy work, is a low-slung, nondescript industrial building in suburban Toronto. Aside from a few stray moss on the wall, the resident lizard named Samosa, and two fridges, make sure you don't pick the incubator one, advises co-owner Ryan Golden, you never know it was technically an agricultural production site. Instead, the facility is like an ongoing biology lesson. Hawk moths and mealworms in various stages of development squirm their way in shelves of plastic containers. Inside the dark, dusty moth room, Hundreds of flapping moths make sweet love to one another, sip at the hummingbird feeders laid out for them, and lay eggs on plants. Pulpe are well, (laughs) pulpating. A table of bug food resembling cornbread awaits insectoid diners. New Millennium Farm uses a wheat germ-based medium, but is also experimenting with non-grain-fed crickets in order to make what they call a truly paleo product. They also feed some of their insects apples and cinnamon to flavor the end product. The cool thing about insect farming, explains Jared, gesturing at the shelves of plastic buckets, inside which mealworms are presumably living out little mealworm soap operas, is that it has such a small footprint. You can go vertical with it. We can stack these things right on top of each other. Compare that to a cow. Even just one cow needs a lot of space and a lot of resources. In addition, insect lives are typically short. An average cricket might live two to three months. A moth might live three to six months. If grown for the larvae, as in the case of mealworms or hornworms, it's not even necessary to let them pulpate, which means that a farmer can go from egg to final product in several weeks. Insects are also very, very good at converting food into edible tissue, about twice as efficient as chickens and pigs, and more than five times as efficient as beef cattle. Jared estimates that between his three facilities in Toronto, next millennium can produce thousands of pounds of edible insects a month. Plus, insects are happy to eat a much wider range of plants than conventional livestock. There are no complaints about the bland wheat germ mush in the caterpillar lunch line. They're often able to eat things such as mulberry leaves or wood that humans can't eat, as well as improve the quality of the proteins in the plants, which means transforming of unavailable food sources into something viable and valuable for people. Thus, considering all the factors, the actual food conversion efficiency of insects may be 20 times that of cattle. That means insect farming, along with other forms of micro-livestock, could be one of the elements of a sustainable global agricultural future. Check out the photos in the accompanying article at precisionnutrition.com slash eating dash bugs for an inside view of life at a bug farm. Krista and the Next Millennium folks walk you through some of the 
farm itself and show some of the foods. Fighting hunger. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, one in six people worldwide will die of hunger and undernourishment. Good soil and fresh, clean water are quickly disappearing. Crop diversity is decreasing. Large-scale commercial livestock production is becoming increasingly difficult, especially in world regions where resources are scarce. Eating bugs offers one possible solution to the global problem of food shortages, over-farming, and depletion of natural resources. Some researchers estimate that there are as many as 10 to the 18th, that's 10 quintillion, individual insects alive at any given time. Even if we only eat 2,000-ish types of them, that's a pretty good start. Insects may also offer astronauts an easy-grow food option for sustained space missions. Whether chefs, farmers, bug enthusiasts, sustainability experts, or simply adventurous eaters, people are catching on to eating insects. It's not the only option for ethical and sustainable eating, but it's a good one. For more on these topics, you can check out Brian St. Pierre's article, The Food Freak Show, What You Be Eating Into the 21st Century, and Creepy Crawly Cooking from Spezzatino Magazine, Volume 3. But forget the sustainability for a moment. These things taste good, and they're good for you. Wins all around. After leaving the cricket farm, I drop off my rental car. So where did you go? asked the desk agent pleasantly. I smile. Bug farm. I proffer the mealworm bag. You want some? They're delicious. She wrinkles her nose. People eat those? Yeah, they do. Like Rice Krispies. These ones, I say, trying to be encouraging. Ew. She can't go there with me just yet. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but her voice trails off. I understand completely. I'll come back in a few years. What to do? Thinking about adding insects to your menu but aren't sure how to begin? Here are a few suggestions. First, review the nutritional profile. Even if you're a hesitant eater, the nutritional value is pretty compelling. Think about where you might blend in cricket or mealworm flour to boost the nutrient power. Try starting with the easiest option. Cricket or mealworm flour, it blends into a super shake or soup, or can be combined into baked goods such as pancakes or muffins. You don't have to go full cricket right off the bat. Add flavor. Try dark chocolate covered insects as a sweet snack or one of the many flavored varieties available. Or buy a bag of toasted mealworms and experiment with your own flavor combos. We're liking garlic and chili at the moment. Incorporate insects into your favorite dishes. Ground insects are the easiest way to get started, but if you're more adventurous, try sprinkling mealworms on a salad like croutons. For a great listing of where to find edible insect products, check out a bunch of great resources at precisionnutrition.com eating-bugs. We include resources for where to find cricket flower bars, whole insects and flower, local events, and recipes. And with that, I'm Dr. John Berardi, and thanks for tuning in to today's reading of Edible Bugs and Insects. Are these high-protein critters the future of food? I hope you enjoyed it. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week's edition of Precision Nutrition's Eat, Move, and Live Better podcast. For more information about how to eat, move, and live better yourself, and for some awesome free nutrition and health resources, come visit us on the web at www.precisionnutrition.com. You could also visit us on Facebook or on Twitter at Inside 
PN. Talk to you next time.